Okay? <laughs> this is another episode of uh, Thoughts on Thing. Uh, this week, unfortunately, we are talking about the 1986 film. Unfortunately, nothing, man. We're talking about Highlander 1986. Hard watch. It's a hard watch. Starring Christopher Lambert, Sean hard Connery, watch. Clancy Brown, and Roxanne Hart. A star studded cast and an absolutely magical story a magical story a tale over centuries an eternal battle between immortals whilst others live their normal lives okay so this is a soul lock challenge this episode because of my overuse of the word so if in any part I say so we're going to stop delete this recording and then start again until we do a whole podcast without no fuck that I'll just flick you in the balls every time you say so I'll flick you in the balls Right. How was that a deterrent? I don't know. Right, I'm going to start by um, unveiling my master plan. Can I so, just go through a couple of quick things before you get into just, it? Just wait, man. Just oh. wait for me. I'm going to start by unveiling my master plan. So in the last episode, I said that I was going to bring back Chekhov's gun, if you remember. I yes. Said, I said to you, don't get me started on that. Okay. And then I didn't talk about it. Okay. That was deliberate. Right? That was Chekhov's gun, mate. Okay. It made you think I was going to do something. And then I didn't. It was not essential to the story. Pretty meta and pretty smart. 10 out of 10 for me. And for anyone who got it, 10 out of 10 for you. Oh, that was my master plan. Uh, there's no wow. actual... Uh, no, you no wasted actual, your time with that. No actual prize, but 10 out of 10 on a scale of uh, no measurements or values. Give yourself a thumbs up, though. Oh, yeah. That's my... Um, I'm a biscuit. That's my socially awkward joke of the day. <laughs> Get that out of the way. Right, go on. Right, couple of things to start off with. The wonky titles at the start. Yeah. If you notice, they, they kind of just shake. Yeah. All the way through it. Hell yeah, man. And it's just like kind of, okay, where are we going from here? Right, and then obviously... What's wrong with that? It's just a bit weird straight away. It's nothing really shaky. It's great, man. Yeah, and then it, then it brings us into a quite important part of the film, the Queen soundtrack. Mm. Right, okay. So, what all I'm thinking about this is, it's like, what happened first? Did they show Queen the film and then go, do music of that? Or did they just go to Queen and go, we're going to do a film about this? Just do, a, do an album for well, it. Well, I actually know the answer to that, Stephen, but I can't talk to you about it because it'll come into play in a little game I've developed for you later on. What fun. The what fun. I but we will like. explore that topic of what came first, the chicken or the shit film. <laughs> okay, another quick one. Uh, the racist wrestling at the start. Have you seen the guy like just goes into the ring with like Confederate flag draped all over? Yeah, I did see that. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start on that argument. No, I people. mean, it's just I mean, a bit of a tone for the whole film. Well, I mean, there's a weird tone as well because there's that guy there who's like, "Stop on him, rip his fucking head off!" And he's like, "Hey, where are you going?" It's like maybe he's going for a piss. It's none of your business. Yeah, 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 Who yeah. are you? But it's like, so like the cops as well, the cops are really quite bad. It's like, when they first like, um, are questioning Where Nash, are you going? Yeah, it's such a hurry. It's like, they, they, their first theories are that he's an antique angry man who just chopped somebody's head off Or that he went down there for a blow. Yeah, for gay sex gone wrong to, uh, this gay sex gone wrong, I'm going to chop your head Not off. Not gone wrong, you just didn't want to pay for it. You are sick. 
<laughs> yeah, and the cops are like just really offensive to women. Yeah. Like people are doing their jobs like, hey, you look real good there, tuts. <laughs> and the, uh, like arse grabbing that pretty much happens yeah, every like, time. Yeah, grabs that woman's ass every goddamn time. What's she called? Heather? Yeah. Heather, please. <laughs> just grabs her ass every time. But it's like he's meant to go for the hug and they just like, yeah, oh, ass, oh. why not? Like, why not? <laughs> don't squeeze and then back up. Like, stop that. You Don't do that. You can't do that. What are you doing? Stop grabbing hold of her, it's man. It's like you're acting, mate. Yeah, you try, you're not actually her husband. <laughs> like, she's trying to do a job here and you're molesting her. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, just uh, do what the script says, Chris. Please. As well, the crap motel that, like, uh, the curtain goes into. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Like, like it's this really dirt motel that's really yeah, scummy. Don't ask any questions, well, you know. It's fine. I mean, it's got fantastic pay. amenities, man. Yeah. Like, anything it's it's a real crap hotel, but, like, it's big enough that he can swing his massive, angry, evil-looking sword. Well, does he probably pays for the biggest room, Extra sword it? room. You need anything? Broads or blow? Yeah. Dial old man. He's got a hotline. It's not. Yeah, and then it's, it's like, oh, I'll get you a whore, and then it's like, oh, you had rough sex with her. It's like, yeah, we uh, get it. The Kurgan's bad. Yeah. We get it. He's Russian as well. He's know? bad. We you get it, it's... but we don't need any more to just to explain how bad he is. We already get. I like that they made him Russian. Yeah. Just to make it more bad. Yeah. Do and... to me. <laughs> just, just like a thing that bugs me about this. <laughs> it bugs me about this film. It. it in a weird way, it kind of seems like it was not necessarily a rip-off, but it kind of wanted to be the next kind of films. Because there's kind what of... are you trying to say about Highlander? I'm saying that... Innovative, imaginative, first of its kind, and one of a kind. <coughs> Star Wars. Stop! What are you talking about, Star Wars, you idiot? In that, not, not like Fuck in, in a similar what, kind. What is the Kurgan, his father? Have you even seen well, Highlander? Just what are you talking about. But like, no, not 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 the same story. But like, they wanted to oh, kind of they set fight up with swords. Oh, no, that they wanted to kind of set up like the next. They thought it might be the next thing. Not like it. Not in copying. I mean, but in a similar way. Because there's aspects well, of that. Is the quickening the force then? Is it? Well, this is so kind of one of them's got a better name. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but you, you get it, like there's a master and apprentice and a, like an enemy and it's an eternal struggle. Yeah, kind of apparently. And there's like bits that they borrow like from Terminator. The Kurgan's very like especially the motel scene where he's putting together his sword. Well, apparently, in the original script, the Kurgan had a master as well, and it was. Um, it's like the original story is based on the Kurgan as a master and it's really dark and like they can die but they just always come back yeah so like the Kurgan dies for the first time and then his master finds him and like it's really brutal because like in the movie they sort of just like he like Connor gets hurt he's really sick but then he recovers but they all think he's the devil but like straight away but yeah what's supposed to happen is that they actually die and come back yeah apparently that's how the the original story goes but I mean I found out many things that were meant to happen in this movie that we'll talk about in my game later on. <laughs> nice, okay. And <laughs> just one last thing, just just a line. When he just when he when he guns down the Nazi. Whatever you say, Jack, you're the master, master race. <laughs> it's 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 such a brilliant line delivered so badly. Yeah. I don't think necessarily badly, just by a man who uh Who's acting this just so weird? He's not even trying sometimes. Oh yeah, I've got. I've He's got, not even trying. That I've got. I've got stuff. On that. I've got stuff on that. 
Right, let's dive into the ocean. Yes, please. Point one. I don't really know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so, Generally, or in this movie. So it's when messy. In terms of talking about what immortals are, right? When Ramirez first gets introduced, Highlander asks him, How did it happen? And Ramirez says two things, right? He says, Why does the sun come up? And are the stars just pinholes in the curtain of night? So at this point, it's four years after Connor's been banished from his village in uh, 1536. It's, sorry, hey, it's five years after that. So 1536? Oh, I, mean, I know why. Because that's the birth of Swiss physician uh, Felix Plater, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, carry on, sorry. Shut up. So, yeah, 1536. So it's five years after that. It's 1541, right? Uh, in 1515, a Polish priest named Nicholas Copernicus proposed that the Earth was a planet like Venus or Saturn and that it revolved around the Sun. And he detailed this theory in 1543 and it took over a century for anyone to actually accept it as fact. Um, but, I mean, this shows that we, we actually did know why the Sun came up, uh, if anyone fucking listened. So, that one's out, Sean Connery. The other thing, the stars. Uh, there was a guy called Anaxagoras in Athens, Greece, circa 450 BC. He explained what the stars were. He said that they were just smaller suns or suns that were further away. He couldn't decide which. And uh, Aristarchus from Samos, Greece, circa 230 BC, he suggested the same thing. So uh, we can answer both of these questions using science and logic of the time, Sean Connery. So I'll ask you again, how the fuck did this happen? Like, don't get me wrong, I understand the basic premise, right, that there are well, special the kinds of that people. information may not have spread. Well, but it was available. They did know this. People who've lived for thousands of oh, years. Oh, yeah, I know. He's, there he's, should be plenty of time. Well, but, that is a point so, I've got points on that. <laughs> but, right, so what I mean is, don't get me wrong, I understand the basic premise that there are special kind of people called the Immortals, and they've got to fight until there's only one left and then there's the gathering where they all feel drawn to New York and then they all fight for the prize, right? That's fine, I've got that. But what I don't get is why Connor just immediately gets himself struck by lightning when he meets Ramirez. He just he just goes for it. He just feels compelled to get himself struck by lightning. And I don't really know what the quickening is and I don't know why you can feel the deer's heartbeat, right? And I don't get what the prize is either. So at the end, he says he can feel every living thing's thoughts and, and influence them, and, but he's mortal now, he can have kids and he grows old. But like, did he choose to do that? Because if he didn't, that fucking sucks, right? Because let's say he stopped aging at like 29, that's how old Christopher Lambert was when they filmed this, right? Average date, uh, age at death is 78 for males, right? So he's okay. only got 49 years left, right? He spent 500 years evading death and the fucking Kurgan for 49 years of being able to read people's minds. And he could literally get hit by a bus tomorrow because he's mortal now. Yeah. Right? Worse is Ramirez. If Ramirez had won, Sean Connery was 56 when they filmed this and he was 3,000 years old, he would have been, in 1986. 3,000 years old. 22 years left. He'd have. Just reading people's minds like, should yeah. I a latte or a mochaccino? And he's like, Jesus Christ, make up your mind. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit prize. Right? And the Kurgan. Right? I just won a Americano. <laughs> the, the Kurgan, right? He was 
27, so he would get 51 years. Because they, they say, oh, it'd be the worst thing if the Kurgan won, right? Yeah. It wouldn't. It'd, it'd be bad for 51 years, maybe, but he'd be mortal, so you could just shoot Kill him. him. Like, it really doesn't matter who yeah. wins. Yeah. So, I don't... Did Connor choose to become mortal, or is that just what the prize is? Do you understand any of these things? Because, like I said, I don't actually understand what... I'm quickening it. I've got... that. It goes on to a point I make here, because it, it doesn't make sense. It well, doesn't make sense. I don't think sense. it does, because, like I say... It, they try and justify it by not explaining what yeah, it is. Yeah, because that's the, why he says, oh, well, we, you know... The mortality thing the sun, is, is, is that, why, why would the Kurgan want that? Well, yeah, exactly. But but when I say they try and avoid... And then if he doesn't want that, just stay immortal and just, just, like, fuck him off. Yeah. Just piss around. Well, they do enough pissing around. It, they, oh, absolutely. Like, I just don't... I don't appreciate that they try and wave it away by saying, oh, but we don't know about the sun, we don't know about the stars, we don't question them. It's like, well, actually, in the time you've set this movie, we did know about those yeah. things. So fuck that, right? Yeah, and then, and then when he gets told that, like, in Scotland, back in, like, 1536 by Ramirez, mm. in his entire time, pissing around until, like, the, the time of the film, he's not bothered to try and find out himself. No, no. He no, he's just gone, ah, oh, just fuck No it. research, I'll just, just yeah, I'll just start collecting antiques. No, no, you don't collect it, he, that's the brilliant thing, it's just his stuff, innit? No, yeah, true. Because it's just, oh, what are you going to do, lazy? It's nice, but mm. it's lazy. Okay, right, so, uh, I'm going to carry on from that kind of way. Right, so, the life of Conor McLeod, right, he goes back to, like, 1536, he's in Scotland, right? So he gets knackered in battle, right, he's dead straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, right, so he dies after being ill, and they just treat him as the devil straight away. Straight away, it's yeah. Like not he's in Lucifer. It's, like, not a single chance. So you're saying these people with a battle kind of, like, mentality yeah. have never experienced somebody being very, very gravely ill, but then coming back. Maybe it just didn't happen all that much in the 16th century. Well, it probably they didn't, have, they didn't have a lot of medicine. Probably but less. To say it had never happened. Yeah, but I, mean, I people just... People believed in witches and all kind of shit yeah, in those I, days, bro. I think they maybe just, like, secretly hate him. Right. I don't know. He's, it's his girlfriend turned yeah. on him so quickly. He's like, he's like the leader, and they all turn on him straight away. So well, like, he's an actual McLeod, and yeah. they're the clan McLeod, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, so. if somebody banish him, you know, they, yeah. like, she wants to burn the fuck out of him. So, so he, gets, he gets banished from his, from his clan, and he, he seems to have like a better life than this new life. Oh yeah, Heather, yeah, he got a lovely life on the hill with yeah. sheep that keeps pretty running ni- away. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice life. Yeah. And then she gets old, well, kind of old, because they use like the worst mm. like old woman she makeup on She just forgets to dye her hair pretty and is a little bit powdery in the face, yeah. isn't she? So then like, he has that, and she grows old. Yeah. And dies. Yeah. That must be horrible. Yeah. Like Sanchez, he says he has three wives. Who? Sanchez. Uh, uh, Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is Sanchez? Um, oh, it's a generic Spanish sounding name. It's not it's Spanish, Spanish. <laughs> it's a generic sounding name. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's had like three wives, does he say? Or he's he's had three name. wives, yeah. And it took him 500 it's, years. Yeah, yeah. So, and then it's always obviously experienced living with them when yeah, they've yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be bad. Yeah, horrible. Right, so, so like, like McLeod's had a horrible life. Uh, Ramirez yeah. has had, a, like, a horrible life as well. I just don't believe any of them would want to carry on. 
I think I think they'd just be like all on a pegging. Well, and like if maybe if, that's why they choose to be mortal at the end then. It, it's like so No, but what would happen though? You'd get you getting people like that they can be only one, but like it's gonna be you this time. Like so like Ramirez would go, Oh, McLeod, you're unused to this thing. Here you go, here's a trick, I'll go and try it with this sword, I'll show <laughs> the dead good Highlander skills, I'll get out of the way. <laughs> try and cut me head off. Yeah, it's like Sucker! <laughs> you're it, motherfucker. Tag your it. Right, so <laughs> to continue this, the reason that they all think it, it's like, see, this shit at fighting. Yeah. They're yeah. all not very Well, they, all, they only fight like once every thousand years anyway, don't they? Right, yeah, and so, and so Ramirez trains like McLeod for like ten minutes, and he can beat him. He's been in it for like two thousand years, gives him this motherfucker like five minutes of training. You don't know how much time is supposed to have passed, like... You don't. It's ambiguous. It could have been it, years, yeah, but you know what I mean. And he's still shit at the end, anyway. Yeah, and then so all for what? So like, you can kill somebody and then like cars have a orgasm or something like that. Yeah, but it gets like dead. What happens beat. to them when they kill each other? What's going on when they're like? <laughs> Yeah. Like that. I mean, just leave it. I don't think that'd be good enough. Just peg it. Just like rather than carry on living the life and then it just being I, bad at the I end. I could cut my own head off. Yeah. 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 And then they could call it like a different thing. They could call it like the deadening. Well, I just like to think that like like at some point they just got to describing all things as the something, like the quickening. The, the somethingening. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The mm-hmm. deadening. This is the deadening. Yeah, and also they seem to piss around as well with their immortality with that jewel. Mate, I've got, I've got a chapter on this. Don't worry about yeah. this. Yeah, and, and it's like, yeah, just fucking with that guy. Yeah, and it's just like you just don't take it seriously. It's like, right, if you know you're going to be in this fight, get jacked, get good at fighting. Yeah. Well, no, you just piss around because you want just want to get pecked. You just want to fucking die in the end. But like. When he gets stabbed the first time, it hurts him and he's incapacitated for ages, but this time he's just taking stab after yeah. stab after stab. And like, we're expected to believe that this guy thinks that he just keeps missing him. It's like, no, dude, you just stabbed him. Like, yeah. something fucking weird's going on here. Subjecting that guy to having to do that. Well, yeah, that's good stop. He just shoots his butler after that for <laughs> no reason, doesn't he? Yeah, he kind of looks funny for a bit because it kind of looks like he shoots him in the arse because he makes a kind of face like, oh, I've been shot in the arse. Well, then he but then he's the like, head. oh, no, he's dead. Yeah, he like, shoots him in the spine or something and that's him just contorting yeah. in the throes of perdition. Yeah. Dies, man. It's not good. So, again, I'm not with you. I don't see the motivation. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd fuck it off. I'd yeah. fuck it off. Right off. Yeah. Right, so, my second point. The Kurgan is an idiot, but he's the only one that's taking it seriously. Yeah. So we first meet the Kurgan in 1536 at the battle in the Scottish Highlands. Oh, he, he's dressed up to fuck. He, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. means business straight away. He singles out Connor as his own opponent, so no one else is going to fight him, and that's fine. But then after that... He stabs him, prepares to decapitate him, and he gets rushed by Connor's clansmen, and then just immediately gives up. Sloppy. Why does he do that? Is he mortal? Just kill the clansmen, and then kill Connor. Like, you literally can't lose, because they can't kill you. You're immortal. Just smash them all out of the way and fuck this guy up. Yeah. Like, what are you doing getting dragged away? Then, after that, like, we know he didn't kill the clansmen, right? And we know they didn't kill him, so what actually happened there? They just drag him down the hill a bit and then part ways and be like, well, you lose, mate. Bye. 
Yeah, and he's just like, oh, another time. He, he's immortal, but he's not like it's strength-wise. He can be overpowered. Yeah, he can. Great, but I'm saying what happened there because they obviously didn't kill him, and he didn't kill them because they're in the next scene. I think they just. The rest of the I think they just led on him for a bit, and then they just were like one, two, three, and they all just run away. And then they all just ran yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. That's standard. What, and, then, and, then, and then picked up Connor and then ran off with him and he just stood there like, oh, I'll get him in 500 years. No yeah. worries. Yeah. It's just weird, man. There's a similar situation in 1986 as well where Connor and the Kerr are going to fight in on a construction site, I think it is. And then the police helicopter stops the fight and then they just run away again. <laughs> like, why? It, Connor's staring at the chopper, cut his head off, kill him. The, tr- the helicopter can't kill you. What? Can- nothing can happen to you. Just kill him. You'll get arrested and then what? Kill everyone. You're immortal. Just fucking... Man, just take it a bit more seriously. Like, he's taking it seriously, but he's an idiot. Like, why does he keep running away? He just needs to have his eye on the prize and kill this guy. So... We see the Kurgan kill Castigar as well, Highlander's friend, right? Maybe, um, maybe, is it not that they need to kind of keep it a little bit secret because if well, people no, found out listen, and started like, that's persecuting the next, them. No, that's the next thing that happens. He kills Castigar, then the vet shoots him, right? The army vet shoots him, well, enough led to drop a rhino, right? And then he, he just stabs this guy, doesn't kill him, gets up and walks off after being shot. So we know, he, we know, you know he's no stranger to pain. And they end up with that composite sketch of him all over the media, right? So he puts a disguise on. And his disguise draws attention to all of his most distinctive features. So, like, he's a big, scary dude. So he shaves his head really haphazardly just so people will stare at him. Shaves his eyebrows off, drawing attention to his black eyes, right? And then his biggest feature, this huge fucking scar across his neck. Covered it in safety pins. So if you see him, you literally can't look at... You can't not look at his neck anymore. You have to... Like, everything that's on this composite sketch, all of the defining features, he just draws attention to him with his disguise. It's so stupid. He's so counterintuitive, man. He's just a muppet. Yeah, well, they're all, they're all stupid. They all don't learn. They all don't progress. Also, his last thing is, right, about not learning and not progressing... After when he baits Connor at the end with Brenda, he should have just killed her, right? Because when he talks to him in the church, he sees the look in his eyes when he says to him that he's raped Heather, right? And then he recognises what's going on. He's not stupid. He realises that that was actually Connor's wife. And then he, Connor gets so riled up that he has to stop him. He's like, oh, it's holy ground. We can't fight each other. It's holy ground. That's how riled up he gets, right? So he should know that Connor's going to fight pretty valiantly to save Brenda if she's alive, right? His weakness is the women that he loves, right? Just as Ramirez said, right? The Kurgan knows this enough to use her as bait, and he should know that if he kills her, when Highlander gets there, right? Why would he want to win? Why would he want to win this prize when he's got nothing to... You know, nothing to fight for anymore. He'd be crushed. As soon as he saw the body, it'd be as good as over, man. He'd probably just nail fucking down, wouldn't he? would just nail down, yeah. And the Kurgan should know that. But he just... He's stupid. He's, he's trying to do it the right way. He's trying to win, but he's just not clever enough. But at the same time, like I say... I, he, think, he, I think... Is there not some kind of honour in the fight? Maybe. I don't know, but... I mean, maybe not. He just wants to win at the end of the day. He's the Kurgan. He's supposed to be evil, right? He's supposed to be whatever it well, takes. Well, but, well, But at the same time... Like I say, he is the only one taking it seriously, right? So if you look at your two main characters, your two main players, Connor McLeod and the Kurgan, right? Connor McLeod, when he first finds out he's immortal, we see him 
playing about breathing underwater, then listening to deer hearts and running down the beach, and then more underwater breathing. Yeah, he's playing house with Heather for the first half of his fucking life. Fucking around with rich people in 1783 and memorising the brandy and stuff like that. And making friends with other immortals and just collecting antiques and stuff. Meanwhile, the Kurgan, right, around for thousands of years, he's leading armies into battle just so he can find and kill his targets, right? He's travelling across the globe to find these targets as well. So we know he starts in Russia. We can assume that he might have been to Spain or Egypt or Japan or something because he knows Ramirez and they met before because they know each other when they meet so yes. we know that he's probably been to either Spain, Japan or Egypt because that's where it, it, could be tail, it could be tales of them isn't it I don't know man like how many of these people even know about each other like when you when you meet an immortal you don't just know that they're immortal do you like you, well you have that thing in your head but they're not talking about yeah, it yeah but like, it, must if, have fought if you're immortal and you hear a story of a, a, a a warrior in battle who he seems to be a you might You'd suspect be like, yeah. and then go and find out yeah. but that's probably what happens with Ramirez but um, so and we know yeah so we assume he might have been to one of them and then we know he's been to Scotland and then the USA as well so he's been travelling around the globe to find his targets man he's practising his sword skills all the time bouncing around his arms and stuff right and like always actively hunting targets never has a day off man yeah like he's he's proper he's driven he's trying to win and he's driven but he's just stupid he's just stupid bro like it's bad tactical decisions you'd think in like the three thousand years or whatever he's been alive I think he's one of the oldest ones isn't he you'd think in all this time that he would have got a bit smarter yeah can you imagine if there was like an immortal born today like a Highlander set present day like how would you find out that you're immortal. Because you wouldn't have these battles where you get these life-threatening injuries and then you come back from the edge and someone hears about it and comes in and finds you. You just have, like, just Toby that works in your office. Like, he's an immortal, but he'll never find out. And he's, like, 90 years old. Yeah, and, like, that'd be it, though, All his it? family are dying. He's like, maybe one of these days, like, 300 years old, like, maybe one day I'll die. Yeah, because... And then like, there's this, like, this great warrior in Russia just practising this soul, like, where is the last word of... Is this guy? Yeah, man, he's just my god. Guy working an account because like because he just keeps checking like who is currently the world's oldest man. He's like one hundred and fifteen years. I'm like, guess it could be him. No, no, no. <laughs> he's just like pandering really old people, like in Japan where the diet's really good. Just turns up, slaughters them, then gets ready for the quickening, and nothing Never happens. It's like for. Fuck's sake! <laughs> would they not stay the same age as the, when they first die? So they just belong to like seventy-year-olds, like trying to fight. But like you the don't. Kirk and you, shit. Don't, you don't know though. Like, do they? Is that what happens? Do they stay at the age when they first die? I kind of think they do. Stop at different ages, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that's why I kind You'd of be think. fucked if you were so good. You're like you're getting to like fifty, and your back's starting to hurt, and you're like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah. Like, I hope someone just mugs me someday. Like trying to start fights. <laughs> like, come on then, fucking, fucking hit me, you big fat bastard! Yeah. Stab me! Go on, isn't like, you fucking mental? I'm not getting into this. Like, oh please, run me over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, right, I'm going to talk about one of the biggest things of, to me, this film. I think we've got to talk about the voices. 
Not just on a I am so ready. Not just on a superficial level, but I, I really think it has like really more impact than you can kind of think. Right, so I what, will forewarn you, I can't go into too much detail talking about voices because a lot of it is linked in that's to fine, my next no, that's point. Fine, I don't want to spoil anything. I'll just I'll just it's fine, I'll, I've got a point. Okay, go so, on. So so we've got Sean Connery, he's got like a history of bad accents. In yeah. Previous films. Yeah. So you've got Hunt for Red October. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where his like tactic of speaking Russian is just saying something in his normal voice, and then just That's saying Conrad. Yeah. I mean, he does use this tactic of acting in other films because he uses it in Indiana Jones, where he just everything finishes with Junior, Junior, Larry Goshan. Okay. So. Well, um, so he's Egyptian. Allegedly. He's Egyptian, okay. Mm. So then we've got Christopher Lambert, yep. who's French. Yep. And his accent is from lots of places. Lots of different places, yeah. Okay. It's so funny, nice where you're from. And then, so he's Scottish. It's going to be Scottish, yeah, but he's a French actor. Yep. Like, from the very start, you could just switch here. Sorry, did I say actor there? <laughs> Whatever he's... <laughs> but I mean, just, just switch it. I'm not saying you have to have... Yeah, just... Just make him French. Yeah. Make him French. Make... Like, you could have told me that was, like, France 1536. I wouldn't have fucking known. Yeah. Have, have him as a French soldier. Yeah. Have him as a Scottish Highlander. Well, then he, who knows about it. Well, he literally would have just given up straight away, like, oh, you're an immortal, and you've got to fight till the end of that. Oh, not a chance. I surrender. Kill me. Yeah. He could so, have been French. <laughs> So, so we've got the bit where he, he calls him Spanish and he goes, I'm Egyptian. And he's I'm like, Egyptian. And he's like, no, no, you're not. You're Absolutely not. You're just not, mate. And, 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 and why don't they just make him Scottish? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm Conor McLeod of the clan. And he's like, no, no. Yeah, Conor McLeod. You're no. not a guy, just thinking Englishman. And then, and then when he goes <laughs> older, he kind of loses his accent. God, yeah. Apparently the... Um, they worked with a lot of vocal coaches to make him just have a very non-specific accent because he was only just learning English. Apparently, he'd never done a film yeah. where he spoke English before. That that's fair, so. but like, say, even in, in the character, like, he, if he was originally Scottish throughout his long life, his accent would change. That's, Absolutely, that's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. Okay, and then you've got the Curlin. Yeah, I don't know what his voice is meant to be. Well, see. This is where the big problem is. Go on. Cause and, and this is the bombshell. Yeah. Right, so the Kurgan. Okay. The actor mm-hmm. who played the Kurgan. Yeah. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's Mr. Krabs. Yeah, he is, yeah. And you'll be only one, SpongeBob! That's- that is my big problem. I, I originally watched this film. I remember like long ago watching it and thinking, yeah, fair film. But if you know this fact, it just it really just it just changes it. It's it, it, you, you can't. 
You can't. You can't escape the fact. I even, it makes it even better for me. Like though. the bit when he's in the in the motel and he's got his roll of money and the guy's like looking, he's like, yeah, he's done looking at me money. Just that he's just straight away. And then I'm thinking about right. So if so, is this just mm-hmm. like SpongeBob extended universe? Is, is it's not is is the is the Kurgan Mr. Krabs? Who's SpongeBob? Who's Plankton? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the swords are they like flippers? Is it some kind of like grease kind of like battle that they've got to do? And I've already got a better film in my head. Go on, Th- that thing. SpongeBob Highlander. Yeah, yes. man. Right, and but yeah. Do you know what? Do you know if you type in SpongeBob Highlander, you know what you get? What? It's a fucking car. Is it? Yeah, that's decked out like SpongeBob. It's a car. So you've already got a better story than Highlander there. Fair. I don't think so. I like the story of Highlander. I don't know why it's not it. And there should, but there should actually be like a Highlander SpongeBob episode. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Absolutely. But yeah, I, th- I think rewatching this film like with Mr. Krabs as the main bad guy. If anything, it just improved it for oh, that guy. Hi, I'm Candy. <laughs> of course you are, <laughs> SpongeBob! There can be only one! <laughs> right, so. Are you ready for point three? Probably This is a little game I like to call actual trivia or bullshit I've invented. Okay. Are you ready to play? It feels like it needs some kind of like intro music. Well, maybe it'll have some in the future. Oh, God. Who knows? But right, the rules are pretty simple. I'm going to give you either a fact or a multiple choice and you have to figure out what is true and what is bullshit. Okay. Okay. Bullshit. Number one. Bullshit. The oh. echo effect in the opening monologue was achieved by Sean Connery recording it in the bathroom of his Spanish villa. Yes. It's true. He was working with a Spanish vocal coach to perfect his Spanish accent. And uh, when they played this recording to the producers over the phone, they approved it because they couldn't discern the quality. Right. And they assumed it was a perfect Spanish accent. It's true. Yeah. Point two. Uh, The original script intended to extend beyond present day and into the future. Um, having Connor and the Kurgan's final fight in outer space, Connor would have ultimately apparently clinched victory by ejecting the Kurgan out of an airlock and exploding his head, and then he would get all the quickening of the stars and the entire universe was going to go into him, and that would be his ultimate win. Oh my it was god! Like, it was like in uh, 2300 or something. That was the original script. Okay. Truth or lie? I can believe that. Is it true? It's bullshit, Stephen! I can uh, believe that. The original story, uh, Highlander, is based on it's said to be much darker, though. It doesn't go and have any space battles, though, apparently. Right. Ooh. Round three. Queen were only supposed to write one song originally, but they all loved the film so much Ooh. that they each wrote a song for their favourite scene. Ooh. Ooh. Truth. Or lie. I don't know if I'm. Oh, just, I think I'm just fucking 
this is dead air, bro, come on. I just, decision. Just, yeah, I just believe that. Yeah. True. It yeah. is true. Yeah, the band saw early footage of it and thought it was absolutely ace, and that's where the song It's the Kind of Magic comes from. The line was in the movie first, not the other way around. When I watched it, I was like, why did they made him say that? It's so shit, because you just think of Queen. It's the other way around, man. They stole it from the movie. Right. Nice. Song number four. Queen weren't the only band approached, right? Two of these were, and two of these weren't. You tell me who was approached and who wasn't. Two Sa- were, two were. Two were, two weren't. Cypress Hill, Duran Duran, David Bowie, Genesis. Two were. Two were, two weren't. Cypress Hill. Duran. Cypress, I'm going to say... Cypress oh. Hill out, are you saying? No, because that's that's too obvious. The other ones are... Cypress Hill, Duran Duran, David Bowie, Genesis. I've, I've got, I'm going to have to include Cypress Hill because that's too obscure. Cypress Hill were, and who else? Maybe Genesis. Both. Wrong. Yeah. It was David Bowie and Duran Duran. They were also uh, considered to do the soundtrack. The Sting as well, apparently. He did the soundtrack for, uh, well, he did the theme tune for Leon, not necessarily the soundtrack. But yeah, um, Cypress Hill and Genesis, not. I think Genesis would. Well, to Genesis made sense. Cypress yeah, was the old one. In there. So I just, yeah. Well, Cypress Hill was the wild card. I fell for it. I fell for the wild card. Right. So the title role was originally offered to Bob Hoskins, but as he was filming Who Framed Roger Rabbit at the same year, he had to pull out. What, Bob Hoskins as Bob Hoskins. Sean. As Highlander. Yeah, the title role. He was going to be Highlander, Bob Hoskins. No. Yeah, it's a lie. Uh, the role was always Christopher Lambert's. They even. Uh, they gave him the role before they found out that he couldn't speak English, in fact. And point six, the final point, Chris Lambert and Sean Connery absolutely hated each other to the point that Connery begged the director to keep his actual insult, you have the manners of a goat and you smell like a donkey, in the film. That was them just arguing, and he liked it so much that he actually did keep it in the film. No, I think they liked each other. They loved each other. It was a lie. They loved each other so much that they just called each other Connor and Ramirez the entire time they were filming it, apparently. And in fact, Christopher Lambert insisted that Sean Connery had to come back in the sequel. That's why he's in it. What a lovely story. I didn't tally your points, so I don't know if you won or lost, but uh, I hope you enjoyed that little I think ride. I think I have the... A little trivia ride right there. I think that I have the moral victory. I, I, I mean... You fell for Cypress Hill, so... Yeah, I did. Can you hear that noise? I can. Yeah. It like a battle. Yeah. You know what that is. Is that... Is yeah. that what I think it is? <laughs> oh, it... Is it Tasty fighting? No, no, no. It's Medieval Steez fighting. Bonus episode! Yeah, exactly. So, uh, as you probably should be aware of, I am a master of pretty much many... Hand weapons. Mm. I, I I can put oh. my hand and oh. strength and dexterity yeah. to a number of weapons. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I think it's quite safe to say. I uh, saw you struggle. Bombs. I saw you struggle to cut a lemon once. Yeah, uh, but I played Dark Souls. So. Oh, I see. Sorry. Well, I'm gonna sword, do, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break down the uh, the main combatants in this. Absolutely. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna I have to be harsh straight away. Okay, so go. First off, Highlander, very very poor technique. Mm. Yeah. Okay. He, he he has a clear error in judgment with his sword choice. Mm-hmm. So he trains with 
broad claymore style sword. Yep. Then he adopts a more fine samurai yep. sword. And then, so how, how is that fight style compatible? Not not too impressed with that, not at all. Okay, so, uh, and he uses a lot of non-swords as well for a fucking sword fighter. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, he uses like pipes. Yeah, he seems to twat him about with like a pipe and yeah, stuff Yeah, technique like is off, they're all just like throwing the weight around, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Like, unbalanced, unbalanced fighters. Yeah, terrible, thing terrible like that. And his, his first encounter with the Kogan is just pure shit. Oh God, just get just him right. So he gets, he gets a ye 6 out of ye 10. Ye 6 to ye 10. Yeah, okay, so uh, Ramirez. He's got a devil in him. Right, okay, so I mean, he gets schooled by a kid he trains. Yeah, for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, just straight away. Yeah, just like your hand, brother. Yeah, pure <laughs> flicks his sword away, like proper, like miles down that yeah, fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. But they get it back. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Right, so and then use the quickening, and then he he fight he fights the Kurgan. Okay, he he gets a first strike in. He cuts his throat. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then he absolutely fails to capitalize on this. Mm-hmm. He he's got a very very like first quick like devastating blow to him, and then he just loses really badly, mm-hmm. quite embarrassingly. Yeah, yeah. So he's got a five out of ten for me. No, he gets. Up, doesn't he? Like he's yeah. winning, and then he just lets him stab Absolutely. him in the back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then we come on to the curve. Right. I mean, he's he's painted as this bad guy. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. everybody's got their past. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's old as well. Yeah. Thousands of years. Do you know what I mean? So I mean, you say, oh, he used to throw babies to dogs. If if that's him three thousand years ago, he might be a very different person now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you like what? You all your mates. Ran you out of the village because they thought you were the devil. Yeah, so, like, who were you to judge? Like, you used to hang out with dickheads as well. Do you mean? And, like, currently, what's going on at the time, even when the Kurgan's dead back, everybody just has a sword and is just chopping everybody up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but this guy's really bad. But what I like about the Kurgan, he's aggressive from the start, I'd say. From his attire, from his old setup, he's big, angry looking sword, he's ready to fight, but he's fucking clumsy. Yeah. He's fucking clumsy as fuck, throwing his weight around. And then realistically, when you look at what he does, he twats an old man, doesn't he? And then he twats that guy in the motel by telling him not to talk to him. Yeah. Five out of ten. <laughs> so long we have to sell them. What about the final battle against the Highlander? <laughs> not impressed. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you're a bit too harsh on this movie. I, I will I'm... say, though, thinking about it, when you actually think about like the meat of this movie, like it's super fucked up, man. Like... Imagine that you, you live in this world and it's like, right, oh, it, someone just tells you one day, oh, it turns out you can't die, by the way, like, oh, right, like, unless someone else who can't die cuts your head off, then you'll die, and I'm like, oh, right, are they going to try and do that? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah they kind of have to, like, what do you mean? It's like, well, the meaning of your life is to either go around and kill everyone else who can't die or just be killed by someone else who can't die. And you'd be like... Cheers, mate. You'd be like, oh, fucking hell, do I not have a choice? Like, well, yeah, you can choose not to kill anyone, but they're going to come and try and kill you. That's eventually going to happen. Like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. E- yeah, even if you're the last one and you live for thousands of years, eventually they'll come and find you and kill you. And like, oh, Thanks. are you an immortal? Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to try and kill you. Like, why not? If we eventually have to kill each other anyway, like... Yeah, I'm just gonna train you. I'm like, why? 
get bored, I suppose, just panic. Because, like, if they're just, like, going around, like, might need something to do, innit? Like, what would have happened if Ramirez had killed the Kurgan and the last three were Castagir, Ramirez, and the Highlander? Like, what are they going to do? Like, are they, them three just going to choose to just live forever? Yeah. Do more, like, while they are alive, are more immortals coming into existence? Like, if there's the three of them, will more keep spawning, so to speak? Yeah. Until, maybe until it finishes. Yeah, but, like, what happens when you, if you, like, got down to the last two, the Kurgan and the Highlander, then one was born in Germany, and the Highlander's like, oh, I guess there's another, and he, like, he feels the pull of the gathering, and he gets there, and it's a baby, and he's like, oh, what's he going to do then? Does he just kill the baby, or does he raise the baby to know it's an immortal, teach you how to fight, and then, like, oh, it's just you and I, by the way, and you're 18 now, so come on. Let's go. Like, you're officially a man, so now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he's like, oh, fucking hell, you're like a father to me. He's like, don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Like, I'm ending this now. And then, like, <laughs> and then he gets a bit of a twinge and he's like, fucking hell, there's another one just been born somewhere. And yeah. Like, I just, I don't get the rules, man. No. What are the rules? What are the rules? Well, like I say, it's messy. It's messy. Like, the motivation of, like, of them is completely just, it's not consistent. So, overall, what are you going to rate this film? On a scale of one to bullshit. I said, I'd like, I originally remember watching it and I used to enjoy it and I kind of put beside a lot of like the really trash elements of it. But like having to rewatch it, I found it very difficult. I have that as well I liked it as a kid it's much harder to watch now but generally I'd say you know what it's fun this film it's fucking fun man it's immortals beating at each other with swords and Sean Connery trying to pass as an Egyptian yeah Christopher Lambert saying haggis <laughs> it's fucking ace man just just watch it for what it is it's just some fucking stupid bullshit man I'm giving it a solid on a scale of one to bullshit it's fun that's where it lands. <laughs> this is more of my uh, my scales without measurements or values, by the way. Well, on my scale of one to bullshit, I, I rate it as... Grey. <laughs> Grey. I like it. I just don't understand what the fuck is going yeah. on. Someone tell me what the quickening is. Please. And the gathering. Yeah, oh, I understand the gathering. Right, anyway. That's it? That's it. Uh, bye!